coronavirus has negatively impacted many aspects of life, but one silver lining to this pandemic was the increase in animal adoptions. On this episode, Sutton Rikas spoke to Michelle Sathy, Public Relations Manager for the Best Friends Animal Society. Best Friends is a national animal welfare organization that focuses on ending the killing of cats and dogs in the American shelter system. Sutton spoke to Michelle to learn more about how the COVID-19 pandemic affected animal adoption in the LA area. When it struck in March, we didn't quite know what to expect. However, it's been something of a silver lining for shelter pets in that people now had a lot of time at home and a lot of people didn't have any uh, I mean, anything to distract them. A lot of times you hear people say, well, I can't really foster or adopt because I don't have the time to interact, care for a pet. And suddenly that was totally the opposite for a large part of our population. So in about a month, we placed probably 50 to 60% of our population into foster care. And that included a lot of what we call long-term residents, pets that have been there for six months to a year or more, and that were struggling to find the right people. And coronavirus just really opened up a whole new world. But now, as the economy seems to be on a precipitous place, (laughs) um, our concern is what happens moving forward. And we're really hoping that this kind of peer-to-peer peer-to-peer community member um, outreach and interaction will help shelters go from being kind of a place where people just took pets and surrendered them and walked away to a more community-based model where people will foster and help us continue to find pets the right homes. I think it's really important to note that there have also been people who had to give up their animals due to financial costs, of having a pet and the economic inequalities this pandemic has really brought about. So I'm just kind of wondering, have you guys seen people who had to give up their animals to be readopted by someone else? And if you have, could you paint that picture? And if you haven't, do you think that might sadly be an aspect that might come out of the coronavirus pandemic and animal adoption? The intake across the country is still down about 20%. So from what it seems, people are holding on to their pets as long as they can. And what a lot of shelters are pivoting to or other groups collaborating with other groups is to have what we call managed intake and also provide solutions for people who may have to give up their pet for financial reasons. So if someone comes in and says, I can no longer feed my pet, if they're a best friend's pet, we'll do whatever we can to help support them or turn them to over to a, a resource that can. And a lot of shelters are doing the same thing um, because we really recognize that pets are family and need to be in the home, that it's not ideal for any pet to be in a shelter. We really, really try everything we can to encourage people to, to hang on to their pets. It's just challenging because the largest, the areas that are hardest hit before the pandemic or were the hardest hit before the pandemic are generally low income communities. So we're concerned that with the extra economic challenges presented by COVID, that that could become a real crisis in the future 
But I think people really recognize, especially during a time when they've been home for such a concentrated amount of days and weeks and months that pets are such great companions and they really, really are part of the family. So shelters are going to start doing whatever they can to try and help keep those pets in the home. Noticing what a great companion pets are, Michelle ended up fostering a dog named Sugar during the stay-at-home orders. During quarantine, Michelle and the Best Friends Animal Society were able to find Sugar a new home with a young woman named Morgan. Because Morgan lives alone and works from home, she didn't have a companion and now she does. Because it was kind of hard to give Sugar up. I mean, she was super sweet. She was very active. My dogs are seniors, so they're not quite as active. So I could take her on long walks and do lots of fun stuff with her. And now Morgan and Sugar keep in touch with me. And and I'm here if she ever needs a pet sitter. <laughs> and it's just been a really wonderful experience. And, you know, people can, if they can't adopt, they can be the gateway to a pet finding their happily ever after. And it's just such a wonderful process to be a part of. Where do you think the future of pet adoption will go from here in a post-pandemic world? I mean, it seems like these virtual meetings have been working well for everyone. Do you think that might be a future step for everyone? Or just how do you see pet adoption in the future? We at Best Friends absolutely see technology becoming just a huge influence moving forward. We've had such great success with virtual fosters and adopters interacting with, you know, our team and also with each other. And it's just become an even greater way to reach people than the traditional open door business model, if you will. Um, most people are available to meet, you know, especially if people have transportation issues or maybe mobility issues and aren't always able to go out to a public facility and walk around. It's a really great option. And the animal welfare industry was looking for a long time for a way to really break through to the public and engage and invite them to help us out. And for whatever reason, COVID was that game changer for us. So while COVID's been incredibly negative in so many ways, for shelter pets, it's been a positive. And that's because, again, you know, people have the time and the energy and the focus to really care for these pets. Um, so, you know, if someone's not in a position to adopt at the moment, and probably a lot of people aren't, they can still help by fostering a pet and letting us just give them all the help they need. And as long as they offer them a, a great home and, and some love, it's a wonderful arrangement, you know, and it, it gives people something to feel good about in a really scary and certain time. Coronavirus has, you know, brought out some not so beautiful parts of life, but I do think for animals and for shelters, this has been a great thing. And for animals who are looking for their loving forever home, they hopefully can find it, which kind of leads me into my last question of, do you have anything else you would like to add? Anything I didn't ask that you think is important for people to know? Just get involved. You know, Best Friends has a mission to make America no-kill by 2025. And the only way that's going to happen is if we keep making the circle bigger. And that means every pet lover in every community can step forward and, and do something whether you think it's small or not, can really add up and make a huge difference for homeless pets. So I encourage everyone to get involved. If they love animals, there's a way to help.
That was Michelle Sathy of the Best Friends Animal Society speaking with Sutton Recast. If you are interested in fostering or adopting a pet, you can go to la.bestfriends.org to learn more. For Annenberg Media at the University of Southern California, I'm Sadie Olson. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.